Welcome to a daily word of encouragement with Celebration Church in Thomasville, Georgia. We believe that the Bible is God's word to all people. We love God, we love each other, and we are changing our world one relationship at a time. We want to help you know and love God's word. Join Pastor Jimmy Bryson each day as we discover how to seek God and live our lives encouraged by his word. Hey, good Sunday morning to you today. I'm in beautiful Thomasville, Georgia. It's a little bit cool this morning. I want to uh, bring you a word of encouragement before I finish my journey. I'm headed to uh, Celebration Church facility for worship this morning with the Celebration family. Um, I want to uh, just give you a brief word this morning. So, uh, hey, Shirley, how are you? Good morning. So if you're coming on, if you give a thumbs up or however you do that, put a comment, something. I see more and more people coming on. And so um, just let me know you're here. Let me know you're listening. Let me know you're watching. And let me know if the Lord's doing something great in your life. So today in um, at Celebration Church, Lord willing, um, we're going to try to complete a about a three-month study on the book of Jonah. We've been working our way through the book of Jonah. And today, Lord willing, we'll finish that uh, next week. Hey, Rosie, next week, uh, the Lord will give me something, and then I'll be gone the Philippines for three weeks. I do want to encourage you, though, if you're watching these videos, that they're a blessing to you. I plan to continue to uh, to send out Facebook Live videos in the Philippines. So it's a 12-hour time difference from us on the East Coast here uh, than it is where I will be in the Philippines. And so sometimes it might be 7 or 8 o'clock at night, um, maybe 9 o'clock at night. I might do a video. It'll be 7 or 8 in the morning whatever over here. So anyway, um, I'm on my way to church. So just, I, I pulled her beside the road. I want to give you, I'm going to give you the skinny version of the end of Jonah, the skinny version of the end of Jonah. You remember the story of Jonah, right? God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. Jonah goes the opposite direction. God calls a storm. Uh, Jonah's thrown overboard. Uh, fish, great fish the Lord prepares, swallows him. Jonah comes to his senses. Uh, the fish spits Jonah out on dry, dry land. The word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time. Jonah's obedient to the word of the Lord. Jonah goes into Nineveh and preaches what God tells Jonah to preach at Nineveh. So the end of chapter 3 says, When God saw what they had done and how they had put a stop to their evil ways, he changed his mind and did not carry out the destruction he had threatened. So Nineveh turned to the Lord and God withheld his hand of judgment. Then the next verse this change of plans greatly upset Jonah, and he became very angry. So he complained to the Lord about it. Didn't I say before I left home that you would do this, Lord? That is why I ran to Tarshish. I knew that you are a merciful God. Hey, Brother Richard, uh, we're in Jonah chapter 4. Uh, I knew that you're a merciful and compassionate God, slow to get angry, filled with unfailing love, you're eager to turn back from destroying people. Just kill me now. <laughs> Lord, I'd rather be dead than alive if what I predicted will not happen. The Lord replied, isn't it right? Excuse me. Is it right for you to be angry about this? Then Jonah went out to the east side of the city and made a shelter to sit under. And he waited 
to see what would happen to the city. And the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant, King James calls it a gourd, to grow, and soon it spread its broad leaves over Jonah's head. Uh, hey, Sister Christy, we're in Jonah chapter 4, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort, and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at the dawn, the worm ate through the stem of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, Jonah, excuse me, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow upon Jonah. The sun beat down on his head. He grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed. Now, hold on there, hold on now. <clears throat> then God said to Jonah, is it right for you to be angry because the plant died? Yes, Jonah retorted, even angry enough for me to die. Then the Lord said, you feel sorry about the plant, though you did nothing to put it there. It came quickly and died quickly. But Nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness, not to mention all the animals. Shouldn't I feel sorry for such a great city also? Now, there's a lot to unpack there, and I only have probably about 10 minutes. Hey, Brother Billy, only have about 10 minutes because I got to get uh, I got to get to church this morning. But here's what I want you to grab onto: the book of Jonah. The book of Jonah. When people think about Jonah, they think it's a story of a big fish. There are 47 or 48 verses in the book of Jonah, and only three verses mention the big fish. That does not diminish uh, the fact that the story is about a big fish, but I want you to see the bigger picture. The bigger picture of Jonah is, more than it being a book about a big fish, it's a book about a big God. That'll tweet right there. Jonah's the book about a big God. God gave Jonah a second chance. Jonah obeyed God. Jonah preached what God told Jonah to preach. An entire city turns to God, and Jonah gets angry. Watch this. Jonah is angry. And he said, that's why I ran. That's why I did not obey you immediately, because I have such contentment in my heart. I have such anger in my heart. I have such racism in my heart. I have such bigotry in my heart against the people of Nineveh. I knew your character. I knew if I went and did what you told me to do, the word would go out and they would turn and you would save them. Can you imagine this? Jonah goes, he admits, that's why I didn't do it. He's very angry. What happened was Jonah became resentful. Jonah became resentful. He was already resentful toward the um, Ninevites, and now he has resentment in his heart toward God. And we just read chapter 4 and how it plays out. A great revival is happening in Nineveh. The whole city is coming to the Lord, and Jonah leaves the revival. He has such resentment in his heart toward those people and toward God, he leaves the place of God's anointing because he has so much resentment in his heart. And then he goes out and builds a shelter. This gourd comes up. This, this King James calls it a gourd. New Living Translation calls it a, a leafy vine, covers his head. He says, I just want to die. And um, God says, do you have the right to be angry? And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and then it goes to bed and God sends a worm to eat through the gourd and then it dies and the sun comes up the next day and God sends a, an east wind in the heat of the day and Jonah wants to die again and he says, this is better for me to die. And God says, do you have a right to be angry? And Jonah goes, yes, <laughs> yes. And then God goes, God says, God says, I was merciful to 120. Like you were angry because the gourd died and you couldn't rejoice that I was merciful to 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness. And then, and, then, and, then the, and then Jonah ends. Now, I've always thought that to be strange. Why does it end like that? Here's the final word there, I think, on Jonah. And I don't have to, I'm going to give you the skinny version, okay? I'm going to give you the skinny version. Don't have time to give you the, um, the, the plump version. See how God deals with Jonah in chapter 4. Jonah's obviously filled with resentment. He can't rejoice at what God is doing good. He wants to die rather than uh, live in the uh, the anointing of what God's doing in Nineveh. Uh, he's complaining to God, but but notice God's response to that. God's response to Jonah is patience. Oh, Jonah prophesied it. I know that you're slow to get angry, and I knew that they would get saved because you're slow to get angry. He was also kind of prophesying to himself. God was patient with Jonah. Jonah didn't bother God. God was patient with Jonah. And then in the midst of Jonah's anger, God protected Jonah. Watch the tender, loving care of God. Even while Jonah was acting like a knucklehead, even while Jonah was angry at God, even while Jonah had resentment in his heart, God prepared a gourd God prepared a leafy vine to grow over Jonah's head to protect Jonah from the sun. Isn't that what God does in our lives? Look back and think in your life sometime. Watch this now. This is Jonah's second chance. So I just want to remind you, God doesn't just give us a second chance. God gives us a third chance and a fourth chance and a fifth chance because God already gave Jonah a second chance. And then... God protects him, and I believe God pardons him. I believe what R.T. Kendall wrote in his great classic book on Jonah. I believe that God, I believe that God pardoned and did not hold Jonah's resentment against God. I mean, I'm, that, that, that God didn't hold Jonah's resentment against him. I believe God forgave him. If part, you say, how, how do you know that? It doesn't, I don't know it, but I think it, I believe it. So I'm not saying this is fact, but notice how the book ends. It just says, you know, like, shouldn't I be merciful to 120,000 people and their animals too? And then the book ends. Stop and think about it. Who wrote the book of Jonah? Mm-hmm. Jonah. I believe that God dealt with patience, protection, and pardon with Jonah. And when all this was over, Jonah was so moved in his heart. Watch this. Jonah wrote his story. You read Jonah told us his story. It's not a very flattering story. So I believe God moved in Jonah's heart, forgave Jonah, pardoned Jonah. Jonah got back on track with his ministry with God to the point that Jonah was okay with telling his story to us about all his faults and all his deficiencies. I'm saying only a person 
that experiences the forgiveness of God would write a book like Jonah did and expose himself or expose herself. That's what I'm saying. So God dealt with Nineveh with patience and protection and pardon. And I believe God dealt with Jonah with protection, patience, and pardon. Now stop and think about your life. Aren't you glad that God is slow to anger? Hey, Brother Alvin, aren't you glad that God deals with us with patience, protection, and pardon? Hey, y'all have a blessed day. Um, if you if you don't have a church family, if you're not attending a service today somewhere, uh, get back here on Facebook at 10 o'clock if you would. Go to um, Celebration Thomasville, Celebration Thomasville. You'll come to our church page and the service will be live, worship, and then the message, Lord willing, the message will be something similar to what I just shared with you right now, but it'll be the more plump version instead of the skinny version. Hey, y'all be blessed. Have a wonderful Lord's Day.